5: Presented
1: by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hello
4: and welcome. It's our number three, hour three of our little radio program from Terrestrial Radio Now. We're cool. Cool people do podcasts. This is a podcast. We're cool now because we're in the podcast stage. So what do you make of Ed Reed, Hall of Famer, warning Lamar Jackson about his health? Are the Ravens different than the rest of the NFL when it comes to the business side? And if Lamar Jackson did cut back on his style of play to protect himself from injury, what would the Ravens do? The yin to the yang. We talk about that and more right now in our number three. Here it is. Hall of Fame advice. Welcome in the beginning. Of another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as one. As we pave the way coast to coast, border to border, and beyond. On the vast and imposingly powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From the wash, the mouthwash of gas baggery. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com. We'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast-free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And our lead this hour coming from the NFL, the great state of Maryland. We'll get back to baseball later. Aaron Judge did hit number 61 as the Yankees beat Toronto, and Judge has now tied himself for the American League lead, and according to Roger, all-time lead in for – Roger Maris's kid baseball should erase Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa, and all the other fat cats who I think those are the only guys that did it, but hit over the 61 mark there. And McGuire and Bonds should be erased, expunged, and the record should belong to Aaron Judge. That's what Roger Maris's spawn wanted. But our story this hour is from a big AFC matchup this weekend. The Ravens. Into the nest they go. The Bills paying a visit. The Traveling Circus, the Bills Mafia, taking on the Ravens. Key matchup. Buffalo coming off their first loss of the season in Miami, even though they dominated the stat sheet. Their woe secondary was not very good. They weren't on the field long, but when they were out there, they were not good. Some interesting comments, though, leading into that game that don't directly relate to the game itself, but it certainly does relate to the star player of the Ravens, Baltimore's old-time defensive star, Hall of Fame safety, Ed Reed, outspoken on a number of issues, and he has issued words of warning to Lamar Jackson. So I thought this was interesting. I don't know if you heard about this or not. Maybe not. We learned that Ed Reed giving out nuggets of gold that Lamar Jackson Final year of his contractual obligation to the Ravens should be focused primarily on keeping himself healthy, Ed Reed opined, until he has a long-term guarantee contract. Reed saying he's just got to be smart, talking about Lamar. Says he's not telling him to play scared or anything because I don't think He's going to do that, blah, 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 blah. Said how smart he is because it's a business. He said they will use that blank against you, whether you like it or not. You can think these people love you, Ed Reed said. They are showing their true colors right now. Quote continues. Says, of course, they ain't going to pay you as much, he said. It's a business, talking about should. Lamar suffer an injury. It's a business, bro. I don't know who else to tell you clearer than that or how else to tell you clearer than that. All right, close quote. So Reed saying that Jackson may need to change the way that he plays to prioritize his health heading into free agency in 2023. Let us discuss. The question, what do you make of Ed Reed's warning for Lamar Jackson's health. I've got capital C, Juicy Fruit, and Coolio. And we will connect all of these things together, and we are going to make a marginal mal or model law. So first of all, we'll start here. Ed Reed really went next level on this one. Is this not an original take? Have we not heard this kind of conversation? Ever before, like, what are we doing here? And Ed Reed, we ought to take him to a haberdashery. Why? I need to get him a capital C on his shirt right there on his chest. He's the captain, as in Captain Obvious. Does, does the ground shake during an earthquake? I believe it does. I believe it does shake during an earthquake. Now, truth be told, Lamar Jackson knows exactly what he's getting into, As Ed Reed referenced, he's not a rube. Lamar realized when he turned down a five year contract worth a reported 250 million dead presidents because he wants to break the bank, he wants more. Fully guaranteed. That's what Lamar Jackson wants. And the way he's playing, someone's going to give it to him if he keeps playing like this. It is a calculated risk. And that's what makes this. A Shakespearean drama that Lamar Jackson acting like a junkie, an adrenaline junkie, right? Eva Kandavel, human cannonball, fire breather. Lamar is betting millions and 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 millions. That on one hand, he can stay healthy. And on the other hand, he can be a supernova on the field. He does not have a safety net unless he does. He actually does. See, that's the part of the story where it's not completely blind here, where he has a bit of a net. Lamar is making twenty three million dollars this season. The hard scrabble streets of Baltimore making twenty three million. Good for him. He'll have earned by the time the year ends over thirty two million dollars. So I'm gonna be that guy. Don't be that guy, pal. I'm going to be that guy. If you cannot be set for life when you've earned over $30 million by age 25, you deserve to have whatever financial hardship you have. I realize the, the taxes on that, that you're paying, let's say half of it goes to taxes, state and federal taxes. That out of that $32 million, he only gets, let's say it's $14 million. It's less than half. Okay. That should be enough. That should be enough. Your house gets paid off. You get the car. Everything's paid off. Buy some real estate. Invest in the Wall Street. A little crypto. Do whatever you want. You're good. Secondly, from a team perspective, are the Ravens different than the rest of the NFL? Are they Are they playing dirty? Are they playing dirty pool? I'm shaking my head no. Baltimore is not on an island. The NFL is no different than any other business in the private sector when it comes to these type of issues. People think it's different because there's a lot of funny money flying around in the NFL. But I would like to welcome you. If you see the signpost up ahead, you can see it's a town called Realityville. and I've been the mayor of Realityville for many, many years. It is a commune where we deal in the currency of facts. Companies use one thing and one thing only to gauge the health of the business, the bottom line. And here's how I relate to this. working radio. I just had a contract negotiation that lasted a couple of months. And there was a price point where the company felt that I I could stay. And if I had asked for more and demanded more, I would not be here right now because of the bottom line. And that's the same thing in any business. It's always a cost-benefit analysis. There's a lot of contributing factors in football that are different than other jobs. But ultimately, it comes down to productivity. His productivity, Lamar Jackson, has been great. The injury risk is another component. It's a juicy fruit special, is what it is. That these businesses, the NFL, they will chew you up and spit you out like a piece of bubble gum. As my old Italian grandfather-in-law, Luigi, used to say, capisce? All right, final thought. So right now, Lamar Jackson is playing at a different speed. They might want to check his, his engine there because they will have to put some kind of restrictor plate on the way he's been playing. He's humming a few bars from, from Coolio, the late, great Coolio. It's been a fantastic voyage uh, so far through three games. Come along and ride on a fantastic voice. Slide, slide, slippery slide. Let me tell you something. Lamar Jackson, and I've ripped the guy a ton over the years, but he has played amazing football. This is a Mona Lisa situation so far. He's averaging an NFL high passer rating, eight and a half yards per pass. Remember, the baseline is seven. Seven's average. Eight and a half is next level. No valley low enough or mountain high. 992 yards when you combine rushing and passing. That's third in the NFL. The only players that are higher than that are Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And those are the three Musketeers at this point in the early season MVP conversation. The way too soon, why are we even bringing it up conversation? Those three have separated themselves in the early going, but not all precincts are reporting in. There's plenty of absentee ballots that must be filled out. And you've got bad weather. You've got injury that will derail one of those three, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, or Lamar Jackson. One of those three will get hurt. Guaranteed, so they'll fall by the wayside. One of them will go into a slump, so they'll eliminate them. And then the last one standing will be your most valuable player. That's how these things work. But right now, everything is wonderful. Sunshine and puppy dogs. However, does Lamar Jackson need to change the way he plays to protect himself? And that is a slippery slope. Baltimore would hold hold that against him. As Ed Reed referenced, the Ravens do have the leverage. People think that Lamar's got the leverage. The low-information fan does not understand how this works. If they want to feel the wrath, I'm talking about Baltimore, the football team, if they want to feel the wrath of the jock sniffers and the algorithms, the bots, then they can slow walk this because Baltimore's got the ace in the hole. They wear the pants. They can hold on to Lamar Jackson year to year via franchise tax. Now, Lamar can say, okay, I'm not going to go to off-season workouts. I'm not going to go to training camp. I'm, I'm only going to show up and work out for the regular season because that's what I get paid for. And that's his right. He can do that. But the Ravens are like, okay, we'll go year to year. They they can do that for two more seasons, and then he would be free to roam around the NFL. It is the Ben Maller Show. Later this hour, we have Ask Ben. If you would like to send questions in, hashtag Ask Ben. That's hashtag Ask Ben, and we may use your question on the air. And it's Ben and Friends, and we don't do sporto questions. But if you want to call up and ask us questions about what we do when we're not on the radio or what we are into other than football or baseball or basketball, any of those type things, feel free. Send your questions in. Use the hashtag AskBan. Time now for the Maller Riddle. Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin. Hall of Famer. Said he broke a University of Miami teammate's jaw because his teammate... Did blank. Michael Irvin, this is the Maller Riddle. You can answer this on Twitter, at Ben Maller. Michael Irvin said that back in college at the U, he broke one of his teammates' jaws because his teammate did blank. And that is the Maller Riddle, the answer. We'll get to it, and we will do it.
0: Next, Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This is
4: it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is.
3: It takes the entire village to raise up the Maller Militia. We need support from comrades like you to get the most out of the Ben Maller Show. Have your voice be heard by the night-loving masses. It takes hardly any time to follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller, And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. You guys are keeping him busy with all the naughty words you're saying today, as he is the keeper of the dump button, he also plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites on the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto, his last name is Flores, you can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Been spending most of their
6: yeah. lives in the paradise.
3: Who knew at some point that that would be a stirring tribute to the late Julio. And now live from the Tire Rack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Many people in radio would be
4: upset if multiple callers drop bad words on their show, but I'm not. And let me tell you why, okay? First of all, the guys that call the show are so comfortable when they get on the air. There's just a couple of dudes having a conversation. That's how men talk. We use bad words. They're comfortable, all right. They're very comfortable, Eddie.
6: Technically, yeah. I think I can leave that word over the air. Dave Harbor.
4: Okay, yeah, it's a fine word. It's a word we all say. We all do that anyway, right? You can't be a human being without having that come out of one end. It's part of the life experience. We began this hour with a Maller monologue about Lamar Jackson and some comments made by Ed Reed, but we have a Maller. Maller, Riddle, and here it is. Michael Irvin recently said that back in the day in college at the U that he broke a University of Miami teammate's jaw because his teammate uh, did blank. Uh, That is the question Daniel in Ohio says bopped his nose. Late night drug tester going with an anti-drug public service announcement that his teammate did. The Sawman says his teammate found his stash of booger sugar. (laughs) Ferg Dog says it was a bad impression of Rob Schneider that led to Michael Irvin to react the way he did. Uh, Who else do we have? Page down, page down. Uh, Clam uh, Clam also went with the uh, the booger sugar. A lot of booger sugar here. Uh, Jeff says he took a page out of Michael uh, Michael Irvin took a page out of Jerry Jones' playbook. The guy uh, tried to go glory hole, according to, to him. That's an Oklahoma oil term from back in the day. Matt, the Warrior Raider A's fan from the Bay, says that Michael Irvin was upset the guy stole his crack pipe. Uh, Mark Man, the Bronco fan, you guys are all going dark, uh, that the guy hit on his mom. Uh, His teammate, uh, who else do we have? Uh, Donkey Sausage says the guy ate too many beans. Fudgy going with the guy was wearing flip-flops with white socks. Well, that would be a reason to punch a guy in the the nose. That would be a reason. Uh, Frank says Michael Irvin was mad because the guy messed with his Bolivian marching powder. Well, you guys have many different ways to say cocaine. I like that. It's very nice of you. Alf, the alien opiner, says his teammate dropped a deuce in his bed. This is one of the better Mallard-Riddle answer sessions that we've had. Uh, this is pretty good here. I like this. Uh, who else do we have? Page down. Uh, Mason, the millennial, says because he did a whip it. Whip it good. Eddie, do you have an answer?
3: Robin, Minnesota, says there was a wet willy. There was a wet willy, and, and mm. that was the reason. That might, that might account for it, but I, I believe – what happened was that his teammate ate his chalupa out of the fridge without, you know. Oh, man. He left it in there for wow. later for a snack, and his, uh, his teammate ate it for himself, something that somebody yeah. on this staff of this show might do with some food in the fridge at the yeah,
4: it's not workplace. Well, I thought we ended that. We used to have a guy that worked on the, sh- on the network that uh, I don't remember his name, but he would eat food in the refrigerator, random food. Yeah, he'd he'd sit there and he'd go for the oh, and if the food was in there for like a couple of days, he'd just start eating. And he had no shame in his game. Is, is that still going on, Eddie? Is that still a problem?
3: I don't know. I never bring any food and leave it. No,
4: no,
6: that's that's why it's not a problem. Nobody nobody brings any food except for a tie shirt, So it's just a bunch of like rotting bananas and, and
3: beans. And I saw there was a giant leaves. jug of chocolate milk in there. Which oh, was, I did. I did see that. Yeah, very grown up to have chocolate milk.
4: By the answer to the Mallard riddle, Michael Irvin told Warren Sapp on his podcast of all places that back at the U, he broke a linebacker's jaw because the linebacker turned down his music, Michael Irvin's music, and that led to a punch. Irvin also says the punch was so good, Jimmy Johnson told Michael Irvin he should go into boxing instead of football. Irvin did not listen to him and ended up having a Hall of Fame career. In the NFL, let's take a call or two. It is a call-in show, and if you would like to be part, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine, and you can be part of the program as we go through the the phone calls. Uh, I did want to mention this earlier. I didn't get to it earlier, but buying everything. So I'm not a UFC fan, but I can pretend to be. <laughs> Damn one. it.
3: I can pretend to be one Eddie. I was about I, to I was about to mention this story. Damn it. Well, go you ahead can come up with something else, Eddie. Not 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 this quickly probably. But go ahead. I can
4: send you something if you want. I mean, I got plenty of these type of stories, Eddie. It's, I got endlessly, well, endless. Why do not you
3: them. send me in before and, and so I don't have to do the work on, on on this? I mean, that's like next level lazy,
4: Eddie. I mean, that's, you know,
3: I don't know what you want to go with. I don't want to direct you away. You don't yeah, want to just go. like send me like all of them, and then I'll I'll pick like four of them, and then I'll I'll give you the but, rest but,
4: back. But, but no, I, mean, I I lot certain stories. Uh, I, I kind of map out in my head here, Eddie. At certain points in the show, I think that would go well there. If we have some downtime, I could do the story. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All
3: right, so
4: UFC has events every weekend. I my my brother in law is a huge UFC fan. I got a lot of people in my family like. They're very upset that I do sports radio, but I'm not really familiar with a lot of the UFC stuff. They're like, how could that be? I don't understand. So anyway, every weekend on Saturdays they have events, and they have this facility in Vegas, the Apex Center, and they have media that cover the events. Why not? It's a big event. You want the media there. They sell tickets. Not many. It's a small venue. Not a lot of people can go, but they have a crowd there, and they have the media. Well, this week the UFC has put the kibosh on that, and they, uh, they did not give any reason. Dana White, who's very open about everything, kept his mouth shut on this one. There will be no media. There will be no fans in attendance on Saturday night. And when asked about this, Dana White played dodgeball. He would not answer the question. He kidded around with the reporters, saying, oh, we just want you guys to get a day off. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Well, now we believe we know the rest Of the story, the rest of the story, someone named Mackenzie Dern, I don't know who that is, but apparently he is a headliner on the card this weekend, and he has spilled the tea explaining what's going on. What did Mackenzie say? I'll tell you. Uh, Mackenzie uh, Dern, uh, she uh, revealed that Mark Zuckerberg from the Meta Bought all of the seats. Everything. Everything. And that is why no one else can attend. Uh, This uh, woman, she said she was told that Mark Zuckerberg bought out the entire event. And she said she doesn't know any more than that. So the question is: Is this guy such a like a weirdo that he doesn't want the media even there? That some reporters he's afraid of, like they'll write something that he did, like he's gonna eat some weird food or something like that. What's up with that? That's the the word from uh, UFC. Cocaine isn't cheap. Yes, <laughs> is uh, it is not it is not cheap yes its not its not cheap I wouldn't know. I can't. You know an overnight radio it's not even an option but i have heard from other people there have been some stories over the years that there have been people that have dabbled in that kind of thing
0: be sure to catch live editions of the ben Mallor show weekdays at 2 a.m eastern 11 p.m pacific
3: Uh, So, Ben Maller has sent me a story. That's a good story. Uh, the, The headline is this. Dennis Eckersley offers advice to the next wave of broadcasters. And what is the advice, Eddie? The advice is, quote, don't be afraid to say what needs to be said. Yeah.
4: See, I think this is an interesting story because Eckersley got in some trouble. He's been a Red Sox broadcaster for a long time, but he was willing to give opinions when the team was not playing well. And that douche David Price, who's on the Dodgers now, got all upset. Remember there was a story a couple years ago, and Eckersley was like not allowed to travel with the team, or there was this, this kerfluffle where there was this tension with Eckersley on road trips because of what he had said about David Price and and all that. And it is a dying commodity. The broadcaster that actually has the team broadcaster that actually has legitimate criticism for the hometown team you're not allowed to do it you got to be a yes man and if you dare go that direction they kick you out of the booth and Eckersley said sometimes you feel a little naked up here because I don't know it's falling off a cliff sometimes because you never know it's live
3: just like us Eddie we're live you feel naked Ben I am naked just yeah, you know that, just that, that that's really wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> well, you you asked Eddie. So.
4: Who's going to get the Red Sox job next year? Who's the, do we know who the favorite is for that? Some former Red Sox? They're going to hire a local Boston media guy to be the full time
3: commentator Big on Poppy. Red Sox baseball. Big Poppy. You think he'll do it? No, yeah. that's too much work for him. He just wants to do it like once a week on on Fox. Occasionally, rare yeah. and appropriate. Rare and appropriate. Can
4: hang out in L.A. with A-Rod and the guys and have a fine time. All right, so Ben Maller's show on Fox as we continue on through the overnight hours. And it Ask is Ask Ben. Let's get to it right now. Here we go.
0: It's now time for. Time, time. time for. Well, hurry, hurry. I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter. Send us your questions on Twitter now.
4: These are actual questions by actual listeners. There are no made-up questions. Random people, men and women, but let's be honest here, it's almost all men, that send us questions It's Sports Radio, the man cave of Sports Talk Radio. We let a few women in, and they can be part of our family, but it's mostly dudes. So let's get to the questions right now, and the keeper of the questions, for Ben and friends, the Coop. That loop, Justin. Trying to, cool. try
6: to take a quiz here, guys.
3: You want? Should we take a quiz? Fire safety. Here. Oh, Fire I couldn't safety? log in to do that.
6: Yeah, you have to. I mean, you probably did it last year, so you have to reset your password.
3: Yeah, oh, great. Wait, I have to do a quiz? I don't think. Yeah, I don't know I if don't you know.
6: do. Well, actually, we yeah, probably I think, do. I think yeah. you do.
3: Yeah. No, I don't want to do it. Will you do it for me, Eddie? <laughs> I don't want to do it either. Will you do it for yeah, all of this, I Roberto? Really, I, mean, I got eighty.
6: I got to get a hundred out of a hundred.
3: Are you serious? It's graded. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I have to get them all right. You have to get a hundred out of hundred.
6: Yeah, but it tells you which ones you got wrong, so you just go back. Well, and I
4: don't take need to again. do it. I'm gonna wait until the boss contacts me. I don't check my company email. I wait till the boss <laughs> contacts me. So it,
6: when, it's when a, it's co- as if you don't have it done by the end of Friday that the building could uh, like out. take yeah take your yeah. access key. And, oh, really? Yeah.
4: Oh, I, I think I might not be able to turn that in all of a sudden. I don't know. I, I might I might have to hang out in the North Woods all of a sudden.
6: Yeah. That's not a bad idea.
4: Yeah. Uh, I guess that
6: email went into my spam folder. It's a shame, <laughs> isn't it? Anyway. Um, we're going to start off with a question from the Saw Man. Now, uh, we normally don't do like sports questions during this segment, but I kind of like this one. Uh, it is for the crew. Uh, he says, "If you could see any record set in person in any sport, what would you choose?"
4: Uh, that's a good question. Let's see here. You know, you'll be great. I'm gonna go basketball. Someone scoring 101 points in a game.
6: Yeah, that's that's my answer too. That would yep. be
4: awesome. That would be great. Because there's no video of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100. It happened in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Eddie,
3: go ahead, Eddie. I mean that's not bad, I guess, but you know you you have to you, the, the What's important wrong with the it? it's important part perfect answer, Eddie. Part, the important part is like the last one, you know, just the hundredth point. You're like no, you but really care about when you get to num- around or, uh, eighty point number fifty or whatever. No, when you get to eighty, it starts getting serious. I guess. Yeah. I, guess. yeah. Uh, I would go with Mario Lemieux scoring a goal in every possible way in a single game. He had a even strength goal, power play goal, shorthanded goal, empty net goal, and a penalty shot goal. The Swiss Army, knife. of yeah. course you would pick hockey. Of course I
4: would.
6: Yeah. Roberto. And I go a lot of baseball games, so I would have to pick a baseball. Uh, five home runs in one game. Never been done before.
3: What do oh, I Robert, Roberto you? is not, he's picking what he wants to see, not what has happened. Yeah, that's well, what I mean,
6: was. yeah that was, I think that was. Oh, is that what he was saying? The question. If you could see any record set in person. So, yeah, a new, a new record being set. Oh, I see. How about 28 strikeouts in a game? That would be cool.
3: That would be gnarly. Yeah. I saw old, old Peterman set a record, uh, the old Bills quarterback. Yeah, you were at that yeah. game,
4: the interception record. Congratulations, Eddie. you see that news reporter in Florida is getting a lot of headlines on yeah, the news? Yes.
6: <laughs> a, that was awesome. She a, got a, it from the cameraman, huh? She
4: put a rubber on her microphone.
6: Oh, that one. Her, <laughs> her, yeah.
4: What did you think I was saying? What, 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 do you, what do you think I was going
2: with that?
6: Oh, there was the one—the guy that got almost like blown away in oh, the the hurricane. Oh, that happens every hurricane. Oh, though. but it's not base, often with you his see baseball helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, this uh,
4: NBC two reporter. Uh, yeah, I saw uh, that protecting too. Protecting yeah. her microphone with a condom. So. Practicing safe reporting there, and then I love these other like hardo TV people who are. Getting upset that there's jokes on the internet, that people are making jokes about the kind con- of, well, this is what you do at a hurricane. I'm like, okay, thank you. I'm sure you're a lot of fun. What's next here? Do we, actually, why don't but, we pause for the call? Um, uh, okay. No, go ahead. Hurry uh-huh. up. Well,
6: you know, I mean, okay, look, I'm going to do this one. Emmett, Emmett set me up for this. So Taco Bell's bringing back a discontinued item. <laughs> you know can The bell beefer. You can you can vote on which discontinued item, the double decker taco, which is my favorite all time item. Please go on and vote and, and bring it back or the or the or whatever. But Emmett wants to know, I, I obviously I want that back. Is there any fast food item that has been discontinued from any fast food place that you want back?
4: Mm, not the top of my head, no. Although I would be curious, when I was a kid, McDonald's sold pizza. I kind of wonder what that was like. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, McPizza. Yeah, they had pizza at McDonald's. (laughs) They tried it out, and it didn't do well, so they got rid of it. I wonder what that would be like.
3: Eddie, any fast food items? Quickly. Uh, Burger King Cine Minis. That was your go-to? I don't know. Sounds good. You had those
2: chicken
4: fries at Burger King? Have you had those? Are those around? I have. Yeah, I have had those. Are they good? They're okay. Yeah. Chicken strips, but they call them fries.
6: Roberto? Uh, back in the day, Domino's had some uh, jalapeno poppers that were pretty good. Bring those back.
4: Well, i got to talk to our guys at the Domino's there yeah, in Lakewood, those are good. California. Down in the, near the LBC. They'll help you out with that. What about you, Coop? Well, I think we know the yeah, answer.
6: Yeah, double-decker. Right? Okay.
4: Let's right, pause for the cause. And if you want to be part of this, send your questions in. Hashtag AskMan. Your questions are answers. For the rest of the hour, it continues next.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
3: Nothing keeps you up at night more than the authentic sound of the Ben Maller Show. Help bond with the Maller Militia by listening live from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday and get funky in the audio vault of magical podcasts from past shows. It's as easy as ABC and 123. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. Amplify the Maller brand. And now live from the com Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller,
4: And we do have the
3: continuation of your questions
4: and our answers for the rest of the hour. Thank you for that. If you don't get your question on here and ask Ben, There is still time, but not much. You can submit a question for the fifth-hour podcast, which is a rip-off, cheap, flimsy rip-off version of Ask Ben. So that's coming up this particular weekend. But anyway, uh, we continue on. And what is next here, Koopaloo? By the way, I should point out, because Roberto's yelling at me, and I want to make sure he's happy. Koop.
6: All right, uh, let's go with Ferg. Dog. He wants to know: Have you ever driven in thick enough snow to chain your tires? Yes, uh, and it was a
4: disaster. I got into a fight with the wife because she thought I was not helping her enough putting the chains on the car, <laughs> and it was a big, big to do. And I, I'd watched YouTube videos, and it's so easy in the YouTube video to put chains on the car. And I had no experience doing it. I thought I was doing it the right way. And we drove, uh, we were actually uh, in Sequoia, those giant redwoods, and it was snowing. So we needed to put chains on, and we put them on, and I, I started driving, and the ch- one of the chains came off and was hitting the car. It was a big poop show. So <laughs> I, I have done that. And I also got stuck one time in the snow without chains, and I drove without them, and I did not have snow tires, and I lived to tell about it. What about you, Eddie? Eddie?
3: Uh, no, I have only seen snow, real snow, like three times in my life, which should, I'm sure, will amuse many of our friends in places like the Twin Cities. Uh, yeah. And uh, there was only once when I actually drove in it on on the way to Vegas. Um, and Vegas? Uh, yeah, and uh, where in,
4: in the mountains? Yeah, are the there? mountains area. Yeah. yeah all right.
3: And did not, did not. I don't, I don't think it, it was necessary. But uh, no, I have not. All right,
6: Roberto. Nah. Kubaloo. Cool, well, Yes, many times it is a pain in the ass, especially when it's like currently snowing. you're just like hating life down there, your cold hands. And the same thing happened to me that happened to you, Ben. I, I put it on incorrectly, and it came off the tire, and then it starts smacking my tire well yes, that and then sound chipped, is- and then chipped the paint off my car. <laughs> yeah. it, oh God, it's a nightmare.
4: I would pay for if, if next time I'm, when I go to a place if I see somebody offer like fifty bucks I'll put your time. Yeah, through. they do that. They uh, do that. I'm yeah. paying.
6: I'm paying for that. <laughs> all
4: right. What's next here? What do we have?
6: Uh, I believe we've been asked this in the in the past, but new listeners all the time, and I'm sure everybody would love to know. Uh, Joe in Okinawa wants to know how old were you when you lost your virginity?
4: Uh, I was so old it's embarrassing. Uh, no one would get near me uh, in uh, in high school. It uh, was it was a, it was a poop fest uh, for me in high school so uh, i think it was like my senior year of high school it was like it, it was a- actually after my senior but like going into uh
3: like are we talking the full monty here Coop? Are we yes talking, yes okay yeah that would be yeah uh what about you eddie uh yeah i guess it's kind of the same time 17 or 18 yeah
6: like senior that. we're senior year in high school? that's
4: why we're in radio eddie no girls would be, uh, hang out with
6: us it was the same for me after high after <laughs> high school. We are still so no, I was bad. still in I
3: was still in high school but it was uh, like 16. it was like 17 or 18. R- Yeah, Roberto was he didn't have a driver's license yet and he
4: was uh... <laughs> <laughs>